In Ferten Pedic von Igeres in the fourth chapter of Igeres Hatshuva, is the Alter Rebbe Mavair. The Alter Rebbe explains via Zoi how it is that Kol Hayut Sviris Nechlolus Viner Moses B'Shem Avaya Baruchu, that all the ten Sviris Chachma through Malchus are included and alluded to in the name of Yutke Vavke. And he explains how. Because the first letter of Shemavaya, the Yud, which is only a point, that's what it is, it's just a dot, a point. That's an allusion to Chachma, to the first um, the first Sphere. And that the little point that comes out on the Yud alludes to that which is higher than Chachma, the point which is higher than Chachma, which is the Yud itself, which is the Ratzon Elyon, the will of Hashem, which is usually associated with uh, Keser, so Ratzon is above Chachma. So that's the little point above the Yud. And then when the Nekuda, when the idea, the central idea which is represented by the Yud, which is Chachma, comes down to a lower level and it expands and it, it develops and it goes in different directions revealing a more uh, more grounded understanding of the subject then that is included and alluded to by the letter He, the first letter He of Shemavaya which is Bina and then when it flows down further they, that is included each time he uses the word included and uh, alluded to in the letters the second devav and the second hey at the end it is the virus then it goes on to explain as the because this further flow from bina downwards comes down through the through the midas the uh, the six characteristics uh, emotional characteristics chesed gvura and so on which is there are six of them so it's alluded to in the letter vav which is six in in midas malchus is baruch and then it comes down to the very last midah which is malchus and the chlolos v'nermezes ba'is nechlolos v'nermezes ba'is heachreinus v'shamavai and that is included and alluded to in the last hay of Shemavaya. That's how he explains how all the Midas, all the spheres are found, alluded to at least, in the Shemavaya. Shtelzer de Tate, in Zaina Ha'oras of Tanya, so the Rebbe's father, on his comments on Tanya, said, that there are three differences that Alt Rebbe makes by Mbavorin and the Shaykhs and the Isis Hashem to the spheres. The way the Alter Rebbe describes the connection, the relationship between the letters of Yudke Vavke and the Spheres themselves. What are they? In regards to the little point on top of the Yud, it alludes to the level of Ratzin, the higher level of Ratzin, and so on. Nisht Merames. He doesn't say the word merames, he says reimes. And by 
by Yud, Nokat Meramezes Veloy Reimzes, and by the Yud itself, by the little point that Papadudi says, Reimes, by the Yud itself, he says Miramezes, not Reimezes, Miramezes. We'll explain the difference soon. Another difference, by the Tzvei, by these two, which we just mentioned, which is the Yud and the little point on top of the Yud, Zokter Beseder, he, he, he goes on to explain, that they are, as we said, Merames by the, uh, by the Yud of Chochme, and Reimes by the point on top, they, they allude to Chochme and Keser, which is Chochme and Ratzin. Nisht as Chochme v'Keser merumozim b'yud v'kaitzai. And he doesn't say that Chochme and Keser, which are the two spheres, are alluded to, are found within those two letters. Uh, rather, the letter and the point on top of the letter. And that is distinct from Asha'en came by Bina, Zoh, Malchus. When he talks about the, the other three levels, Bina, Zoh, and Malchus, the Hay, the Vav, and the Hay, Nokat Behepech, he, he approaches it from the opposite direction. As is an Nirmozim Ba'isis, Hay, Vav, Hay, Dushem. That they are alluded to in the letters of Havaya, as if they are contained within the letters of Hay, Vav, Hay. Not that the letters allude to that, but rather that these three levels are found alluded to within those letters. It shows a closer relationship between, as I'll go on to explain. But at first he points out the difference. Another difference between Chachma and Keser as opposed to Binazor and Malchus. By Bina Zohar Malchus Nutzter Nish Nardem Loshen Nir Mezes By Bina and Zohar Malchus he, he doesn't only say it alludes to Nor Oich Loshen Klal Nechleses But Nechleles But he also uses a more encompassing word which means it's included within rather than just alluded to Aber by Chochme Vekeser Whereas by Chachma and Kesel, behem loshen klal. Over there, he doesn't talk about that it's included within. And nutz nardem loshen remez, he only uses a, a, a word signifying that it alludes to whether meramezes or remez, as we already discussed the difference between Chachma and the uh, and Kesel. In Zayin Ha'ara now, so in this comment that my father makes is the Tata Nishma Vayadem Tam Manal. He doesn't explain why these differences are there. As Duk Balishni just says, look closely at the wording, and he expects, as Bloys Durch that just by his pointing you, to pointing out these differences, that you'll be able to come to the answer on your own. Of course, if you look into it, with the proper attention, you'll come to the explanation on your own. He doesn't need to explain. Just points out the differences. Think about it. You'll figure out why they're different. Why the differences? Base from So from the way he, the, the Rebbe's father points it out, we get this is the what happened, what we see, the result. As there are three ways. There are three approaches. The kocha aliyud. The, the little, the point on top of the Yud is Bloitz Reimez Lebchines Ratzon and it only alludes to Ratzon Elyon, which is Keser Ratzon and Keser are synonymous in this the Nekudah von Ois Yud 
when it comes to the, the point that is represented by the Yud, is Meramezes L'chachmasi Yisbarech, a stronger word of Meramezes rather than Reimes, as he pointed out, to Chachma. And in the Isis Hevav Hey, whereas when we come to the letters of Hevav Hey, Nechlezles Vinir Mezes, it's included within and alludes to the Sviris Bina Zoomalchus, the levels, the Sviris of Bina Zoomalchus. From them, Abavus Alter Rebbe is Magdim Bechol Hayut Sviris Nechlolos Vinamaz B'Shem Avaya Baruchu. But in, in introducing this idea, the Alter Rebbe says all the ten spheres are included within and alluded to in the Shem Avaya. So he does apply the word Nechleles in, in regards to all the spheres, including Chachme as well. Is Mashma. So from there it seems as Oichayf Chachme versus Eina from the Yud spheres that also Chachme, which is one of the ten spheres. Zokmen Beklolus as Nishnor is the Oishud Merames Oifir. So we say in a general sense that not only does the Yud, uh, not only is it that the Yud alludes to it, nor Oichaz Nichlelus Virin Mezus that it also is included within and alluded to in the Ois Yud from Shemavai in the letter Yud of Shemavai. Masha Enkein, whereas this is different, it's different, when we talk about Ratzin, which is up over and above the ten spheres, as Kesser is above. Over there, you can't say that it's included within as, and, and alluded to to the Kites, which is the, the point on top of the Yud. The, the Alter Rebbe says it only in regards to the ten spheres, but in regards to Keser, Ratzin, we don't say that it's included within the kites. Thus haste. So from this analysis it comes out, which analysis are we referring to? That in regards to Chachma, he didn't use Nechleles in, uh, when he was talking about Chachma specifically, but when he talks about the spheres as a whole, he does include Chachma, because it's one of the ten spheres, and includes them in the word Nechleles as well. So from this, as the Tzvidus of Chachma is in other words, we have to say that in Chachma there are two aspects to it. Number one, Dosfazi is Eina from the Yitzvidus, the fact that it's part of the grouping of the ten Tzvidus, which means that it has a certain common denominator with all the other Tzvidus. And from that perspective, is in the Chlelos Vinimezes. The Alter Rebbe includes Chachma into the fact that it is included within the uh, using the term included in the Yud and then there's the other aspect of it the fact that Chachma is a standalone sphere which is above the other nine spheres busy is in Gevisa in Yonim until we say in certain matters that Chachma is in a certain sense linked more with Ratzon Elyon but um, rather than the lower spheres and for this reason number one we don't apply the term when the Alter Rebbe describes Chachma itself he doesn't use the term and the other thing is that the second point the original point that he made that this, you don't use the term that the Yud that the Svira Chachma is included in the Yud, but rather the Yud alludes to, points you to Chachma. Whereas by the other spheres, he said that they are included within those letters. We'll explain all these things uh, as we go on.
He's pointing out the differences now and then goes on to analyze and explain why the differences. Gimel, the beer in the Alain de Yokim, so to explain all of these uh, nuances that come out from these differences. And also to explain what is the, what's the point of all these diyukim, all of these nuances, to the general theme of what is happening in Igeres HaTshuva. Here, this is Igeres HaTshuva. And for this reason, that somehow within the context, understanding it within the context of Tshuva, that's why the Rebbe's father points out these differences. So what's the connection? So all this will be understood by first explaining something else that needs to be understood here. The Alter Rebbe is What is the Alter Rebbe's goal over here when he's saying all this? He wants to explain why is he explaining that this point that all the names of uh, all the spheres are included in Shemavaya? Rather, it, as an introduction, the Alter Rebbe is explaining that all the Yud spheres are included and alluded to in Shemavaya. That's what he sets out to do in this chapter. So the, why is it important to say here, even as a parenthesis, as a parenthetical comment, even as a parenthetical comment, why is it important to say, as the that the the point on top of the yud alludes to the rotsin which is way higher, higher and yet again higher than Chachma. If he's trying to explain how Yudke Vavke represents the ten spheres, so why is he getting into an explanation, even though it's in a parenthesis, about the kites, the point on top of the Yud, which he himself says is way beyond the Shem way beyond the spheres. So what's, what's the point of explaining it here? Why is he bringing it in here? The Kasha is noch starker. The question is even more. The Bir Da is in the Dalad Eisr Shem the, the explanation over here of these four letters of Shemavaya is he's going to go on to explain that also in the Neshama of Ayid, as we say that Havaya is a part of the Jewish people, that in the Neshama of Ayid is also these four levels of Yudke Vavke. But then, when he in, in Nishmas Adam, but then when he gets to explaining how Havaya relates to the Neshama of a Yid, is a Nishmavaya versus Kaitzushul Yud over there. It doesn't explain the, what Kaitzushul Yud represents. So the point that he's trying to relate Shemavaya with the ten spheres and how that translates to the Neshama of a person. So here, when he explains it about the ten spheres, he goes in to explain about the kaitsha yud. When he ex- explains what, what that has to do with the neshama of a yid, he doesn't explain the kaitsha yud, how that translates to the neshama of a yid. Then why does he have to explain it, how this translates to shemavaya as it is above? There is a shemavaya as it is below, which means within the neshama of a yid. He, first he explains how Shem Avaya is in its original state and then connects the two 
But if he's not going to explain the Kaitzer Shul Yud in regards to the Neshama Ve'yid, which is really the goal of this whole thing, so then why does he explain it over there in the Shema Ve'yelamayla? Yeshleim the beer in them. So perhaps we could explain about this. Why does the al bring this whole explanation about He does it as an introduction to explain because he's talking about tshuva which means what happens when a person commits a sin and what has to be repaired through tshuva. So he wants to explain how when a person commits a sin he undermines he causes a a, fl- uh, a corruption of Shemavaya. Undurch Tshuva, and that through Tshuva is Memoire de Giud Gimel Misarachmim. Through that we awaken the higher level of the 13 attributes of mercy and Mshachos Miratzin Elyon Baruchu, which issue forth from the level of Ratzin. Shalomayla Mailam of Chinus Hashbah Nishbaz Mais Shemavaya. That the Yud Gim, the what the Ratzin, which is what issues forth the Yud Gimel Misarachmim, is much, much higher than. The Isis of Shemavaya. Uzeizan Menakim Kolab Gomim in the Isis Daladez Shemavaya. And they are able to cleanse any of these corruptions which happen through the commission of the sin. So Tshuva awakens Yud Gimel Midasarachman, which is linked to Ratzin, which is much higher than Shemavaya, which should therefore, because it's so much higher, it's able to cleanse, take care of the problem that happened within Shemavaya. So sin corrupts Shemavaya. Yud Gimel Mizrachmim Ratzin cleanses it. Shtelzer the Shailos of the question could be asked. Eden zayne da chelak avaya amay. Since Yidin are, as the pasuk says, chelak avaya, that we are a part of avaya. Chelak m'shem avaya baruchu. We relate, in other words, to the level of avaya. That's where we are linked. Hein vi kenen zeitzukum etzem bechinus Ratzin elyon shalomayla mayla mayz shem avaya. So how are we going to be able to reach? further than our source. Our source is Shemavaya. How are we meant to evoke what comes from Ratzin, what comes from Yud Gimel Mizrachman, which is way, way higher than who we are, than we are linked to. How do we reach that level? That's why the Al-Tarebbe immediately explains, as soon as he sets out to explain it, he puts in this explanation. As Oich Ratzin Elinus Fabunim Shemavaya. That Ratzana Elyon is also connected to Shemavaya. Nor Nishmid Isis and Shemavaya, but it's not connected to the letters themselves of Shemavaya, because the letters start from Yud, which is Chachma. Nor Mitten Kaitshala Yud, but that is connected to the little point on top of the Yud. That's why it explains that over there, there is <coughs> Ratzana Elyon is represented there. And since the, the Yidin are connected to Avaya, so therefore through Tshuva we're able to reach the Kites, the little point on top of the Yud is also ultimately connected to Avaya. So now we understand how we're able to reach through our own efforts to the, the Ratzim, which is Reimus, because that kites is Reimus to uh, Ratzon Elyon as well. So that's what he's trying to explain. This idea that Ratzon Elyon, which is what cleanses all of the corruptions, is connected to the point on top of the Yud. 
Git Oicha Fashtan, that explains another matter as well. Via Zoi, Bechinus Arotzin, Vosis Lomaila, Maila Maisushem Avaya. How is it that the the Rotzin from which the Yud Gimel Mizrachma come, which are meant to cleanse the corruptions of Shem of Shemavaya, since they are so far removed from Shemavaya, can Menakas and the Begomimbos in the Yosef? How is that able to cleanse the corruptions within Shemavaya? What's the connection between the Rotzin, which is beyond Shemavaya? And how is that able to cleanse Shemavaya? It's so far removed from it. Because it would seem that we could understand why atonement could come from there. That we can understand. Since it's a godly energy, light, which is not captured in any kind of definition like letters the letters of Shemavaya have a certain definition this is a godly light which comes from beyond letters which means it's completely undefined it's not defined by the same in the same way as the Shemavaya or uh, godly energy is and therefore that energy that godly energy which comes from Ratzin is completely unlimited, it's undefined, and therefore the creation has absolutely no value there. Creation is by definition a limited entity, a defined, a very specifically defined entity. This is a completely unbridled energy, which is, has no definition, has no limitation. So therefore the whole creation has no value there. So therefore, whatever happens within creation is completely unimportant. Which means even if a person messes up and causes a mess, it, as far as Ratzin is, as far as Yudgimel Midas Arachmim, that place, it's totally un, you know, inconsequential. It doesn't matter at all. So therefore, if you're able to reach that place, if you're able to reach into that unbridled godly energy, so then, over there, it doesn't matter. So therefore, that, when you're bathed in that light, let's call it, all uh, sin disappears, it melts away. It's totally unimportant when you reveal that level. So we can understand how atonement can happen. But how could you say that this level of Ratzin, which is completely removed from Shemavaya, it has no connection to any kind of definition which is presented, represents Shemavaya, which is defined by specific letters. How is it able to repair the letters themselves, that which is contained in the letters? Those are very defined in a specific way. The Ayr from Ratzin has no connection to it, it's completely beyond it. So how is it going to repair that, what happened there, the corruption that happened there? We can see that when you're in that space, there's atonement. It doesn't matter anymore, but how does it repair what the letters if it's so completely removed from it? And when we say the letters, it means the godly energy which makes up those letters, which is what defines those letters. 
und das, and so this answer wird bewahrend durch die Werte von Alten Rebben, he, he explains it through these words, as Ratzon Elion is verbunden mit dem Kreuzer Shol Yud, that the Ratzon Elion is connected to the point on top of the Yud. Das heißt, das Ratzon Elion is nicht le Gamri Muschel von der Isravaya, which means that in the end, the, the Ratzon Elion is not completely divorced from the letters of Shemavaya, because in the end, it's attached to the letter Yud. It is the point on top of the letter Yud. Adarabe, to the contrary, it is the Aschol of in the Asius. In fact, that is where it all begins. It all, all letters issue forth from that point, from that uh, point which begins the letter Yud. Punkt V, in Pasha's, just like in the literal sense, when you actually write out the Yud with your pen, when you write Yud, the very first uh, stroke of the pen is that point on top of the Yud, and it all issues, flows from there. Everything else develops from there. So therefore, Shemavaya also, in its spiritual sense, the same thing happens. It all begins with Ratzon. And Ratzon is somewhat connected. In fact, it's the beginning, that's where it all comes from. Shemavaya actually issues from there. So even though it's on a much higher level, but it all still starts from there. In other words, it is connected to Shemavaya, even though it's very undefined, but it is, in a sense, connected to Shemavaya. And the in the and that's why it has the ability to fix the corruption within the letters themselves, within the energy as they are found within the letters. So the Al-Tareb explains this point as well by explaining the point on top of the Yud, the fact that it is represented by the point on top of the Yud to bring out the, the idea that it's connected to the letters of the Shemavaya in the end. The end result is that it is connected. That also explains why later in the Geras when the Alter Rebbe is Mavar, when he explains that how Ratzana Elyon then come, is able to cleanse all these corruptions in the Shemavaya. Zokter Nochamol, he again reiterates he tells us again this point that the Ratzon Elyon is uh, alluded to in the point on top of the Yud that it comes from Ratzon Elyon this godly light which comes from Ratzon Elyon which is alluded to in the which is way beyond Shemavaya and that's why they're able to cleanse the corruption of the letters themselves so you would have to ask about this whole sentence. Why is it why is the Altareva bringing it here again? Why does he have to say here that the Ratzon is alluded to in the Kites, the point on top of the Yud? When he's trying to bring out the exact opposite point, the point that he's trying to make, he's trying to make the point. That the Ratzana Elyon, because it's so high, it's higher and higher than Shemavaya, and, and that's why it has the ability to wipe away the sins. Is Vipasto the Hadgosha? So, how does, why does he make, an, why does he emphasize over here, as Ratzana Elyon, that there is a connection, because by saying that it's Nirmezes, it's alluded to in the Kaitzushul Yud. He's bringing it down that it is connected to the letters of Shemavaya. If he's trying to make the point that it's Lamaila Maila than Shemavaya, so why does he make a point of saying that it's connected to Shemavaya? 
but based on what we just explained is very understood because in order for Ratzon Elyon to be able to cleanse the letters themselves meaning the air within the letters you need both extremes you need both points to be to be the reality of it it has to come from a place where the sin doesn't affect that. It's beyond of being affected by sin because, as we said before, it's so much higher that the whole creation is of no consequence at all. And therefore, if somebody makes a mess in creation, it's totally unrelated to the air, which is Lamaila from Ratzin. Lamaila, 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 that's, that's brought out by the point that is higher and higher than Lamaila. Only Idach, but on the other hand, on the other hand, he has to make the point. There has to be some connection to the letters in order for it to be able to cleanse the letters. Something that is completely unrelated to it. How is it going to do the job for the letters themselves, for the air that's down there? That, therefore, he makes the point. He makes the point again that it is alluded to in that, that uh, point on top of the Yud. And therefore, we understand that it comes from a very high point, but then somehow it's connected to the letters. That's why it's able to repair the letters as well. Hey, but based on this, now we have to understand the opposite, the, the opposite question. What is that? The reason that a sin can corrupt the air of the, of the four letters of Shemavaya. And the cleansing of that, the repair of that is from an ardvas is hecha from the rashvav and shpes ma'ishemavaya. And in order to be able to repair it, we need to bring down oir uh, from something that is much higher than shemavaya. Is as vile. What's the reason for that? Vile the oir lekibas melubishen oisius because the oir, the godly light, which is inclu- which is within the letters. Is defined in a certain way, according to the shape of the letter and what the letter represents. In which that godly light is uh, each each level is connected to another letter of Shemavaya and so on, as we explained before. So, because it's defined in a certain way, therefore man is important there. Creation is important there, and what per- a person does is important is of consequence. And therefore, when the, if a person does the right thing, then it's a good thing. If it doesn't, then it causes corruption. So based on this, we have to understand. Now that we're saying that even Ratzana Elyon from where all this repair has to come from, in the end, it is connected to the point on top of the Yud. In fact, as we said before, that's where it all begins. The whole Shemavaya starts with that little swish on top of the Yud. It all starts there. So that means, that even that letter, the Kaitzashul Yud, also has some sort of a definition similar to Shemavaya in a certain sense, or at least it's the beginning of where that definition comes. And therefore, over there already, you can sense a certain connection to the creation, to the people. 
because the whole thing starts from there. So there must be some connection to creation, to, to man, and the behavior of man. So why is it that it is untouched by the sin? And that's why the repair can come from there. But if it's also connected there, so why isn't that? Why doesn't the sin corrupt also that? And he explains a little further. Just like the letters of Shemavaya themselves, is the letter Yud is only a point, which means onatsir. A point means it has no definition. A point mathematically is has no width, it has no length, it has no depth. It's just a reference point. And that's what the Yud is also. It's a letter without any definition. Which is what makes us say that the letter Yud represents Chachmah because that's Bittl. It, it exists, but it doesn't have any definition. It's comp- it expresses Bittl. Although it's a Yud, it has a definition, but it is Bittl because it has no dimensions. Still, we say, because even though it represents Bittl, and it has no dimensions, and it has no definition, but because it is, in the end, a letter, Amitsiyas from Bittl, which in another way of saying that is, that it represents Bittl, but that's what it represents. It is an entity which represents, projects Bittl, but it's an entity. It, it's enti- it's, it, what it is, is Bittl. But it is defined by Bittl. Therefore, Hadar Eir is Yudatsir. That's why the godly light connected to Yud also has a definition. Because even though it's, as we said, it's very much undefined and no dimensions, but it's defined by the fact that it's undefined. And that's why it is connected to Metzias. And that's why the Yud already is connected to Shemavaya and could become corrupted. And that's why it could become corrupted as well. So just like we said that in regards to the Yud itself, we could say the same thing about the point on top of the Yud. Even though it has even less definition than the letter itself. But since in the end it is has a certain it is the point above the Yud. It, it is defined by that. And that it even has its space on the parchment. You have to make, in order for the Yud to be kosher, you have to make that uh, line, that point, with your pen on the parchment. So therefore, one would have to say, that even the godly light which is represented by this point on top of the Yud, which is Ratzon Hatashaycha also has to be, also was defined just like the Yud itself. And therefore, can, you cannot say anymore that it completely negates any importance to the creation and what the creation does. And therefore, how then is the repair, the atonement, supposed to come from there? Vav. In Emerson, so the truth is, in that the same question could be asked about the yud, the, the yud as well. Because the corruption that could happen in the level of Chachma is nisht, 
in ir gufa. It's not that chachma itself will become corrupted. Like the like could happen in regards to the hey vav hey and what they represent, which is binazo and malchus. But in chachma, our blows in the mechina is pashed as mishpashetas mimena. The Alter Rebbe says that in regards to chachma, it's not chachma itself that can become corrupted, but it's only a level which come issues forth from chachma. And in in the under spheres, that which comes from chachma into the other spheres. So that's what can become corrupted. But Chachma itself is uncorruptible, explains the Alter Rebbe. Vatam, and the reason for this is, Vibal as the Gansa Metzius from Chachma is Bittel. Since, as we said, the entire, the definition of what Chachma is, Bittel, that's what it is. Nukud Levad, as we said before, it's a point without any dimensions. Is in ir meir echad ha'emeshul levadi huve That's why there in chachma, what is what you feel the the feeling that comes from that is the 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 godly light which illuminates it projects that it is the one truth which is levadi huve einzalosa. There's nothing other than it, complete and utter absolute bittel. Vameile is dotnet shaych tzuveren apagam. And that's why that's beyond being able to be corrupted by what a person does. Because that is much too high. It represents bitl, it represents the unity, the absolute unity of Hashem, and therefore it's removed from Avaida Sanivroim, the Aveda of a person, and therefore that's uncorruptible. What could happen is that the air which Chachma gives forth, which flows down into the hay vav hay, that that oil which comes from Chachmah that can become corrupted but Chachmah itself is beyond corruption the only thing is nor the farvas Chachmah is showing a metzius from Bittl but since Chachmah is already has a certain uh, independent existence which means it's known as Chachmah and it's known as Bittl the sphere which represents and projects Bittl that's why Chachma itself, the Metzius is only Bittl. Its existence, its personality is Bittl. So that's uncorruptible. But since it already has a certain definition, it has a certain sense of self, therefore that could evolve into a much more coarse sense of self. So therefore, that which can evolve from that, in other words, what Chachma issues forth, which is uh, from Chachma in Chachma, it's only seen as a very, it's, uh, it's a, it has a certain definition, it has a certain self, but that self is absolute bittel. But that which, when that evolves a little bit further as it goes forth into the other spheres, that's why over there it can become a greater sense of self, and that is already corruptible. Is nishvastandik. So based on this explanation, we have to understand now. Since chachma itself, not that which issues forth from it, is fabunamit ois yud. Chachma itself is connected to ois yud. Dafuiskum, and therefore we have to, we would have to say, as there oira lekisha b'chachma hatatzir vag balak upon a fun ois yud, that the godly light that's connected to chachma 
is defined by at least by the letter Yud. And therefore, Yud does not exclude the Metzius of Nevroim. So then, why is it that Chachma itself cannot become corrupted? The same thing that we asked about the Kaitzishul Yud can also be asked about the Yud itself, because the Alter Rebbe says that the Chachma itself, Yud itself, cannot be corrupted. Only that which comes from it. But since the Yud is already a certain definition and that definition is what um, which means that the creation is of importance so then why can't you why can't it be corrupted why can't Chachma be corrupted if a created being commits a sin that shakes up Chachma it should shake up Chachma itself Zion it's this question, these two questions about Chachma and the Kaitzushul Yud, Yud and the Kaitzushul Yud, which that's what's answered in the, the differences, the nuances that the Alter Rebbe uses to describe these levels, which is what my father, the Rebbe's father points to. That there is a difference in how the letters, the the oir of the spheres, how they relate with the letters that they're connected to. There is a difference in how they relate. The spheres binazol malchus. When we talk about the three lower letters, zayne nechlolus v'nermozus in the oisus of heivav hey, they are included. That oir which is connected to that letter is captured by the letter. The letter captures the earth. That's what means that's what he means by nechlelas. It is included within, it is captured by the letter. On the far and therefore and that's why the let the air which is within that letter takes on the definitions of that letter. And that's why the sins can uh, can corrupt the oir, because it's defined by the letter that it is involved with, that it is captured in. That's what it means, nechleles, it is included within. Whereas when we talk about the connection between chachma and rotzen, which are connected to the yud and the kaitzushul yud, in dem yud yud. They are not captured within the yud and the kaitz. It's only that the Yud describes for us, gives us a, a basic understanding of what kind of an Ur that is. The, and the Kaitzushul Yud gives us a, some understanding of what that the Ratzin is. Not that the Kaitz captures Ratzin or that the Yud captures Chachma. But they are not captured within the letter and the Yud and the Kites. On the far is and that's why, in the end, they, they cannot be corrupted. Because in the end, they transcend the definition of the letter with which they are associated. It's not that they take on the definition of that letter, they are not captured within the letter. And that's why they stand above the letter. And the letter is a pointer to them, but not that it captures them.
and in Chachma v'Ratzon Gufa is the Achiluk, and even between the uh, between Chachma and Ratzon, the Yud and the Kedushil, there's also a difference. By Chachma is the Nukudus Ayud Meramezus L'Chachmasi is Barich. When we talk about Chachma and its connection to Yud, so the 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 the, the Yud, he uses the word Meramezus, points alludes to Chach, uh, Chachma. When you add a letter, a mem, to the beginning of a word, so the word remez, or remez, miramezes, makes it a much deeper connection. It, it emphasizes the, the fact that this is a remez. In other words, it's a true remez. It's something which is a hard, hard word. It's a word which truly describes what it's talking about. As is mirror in the remiza, which means it's the remiza, the allusion to it is a very death-defined allusion to it, a strong allusion to it. That's why the mem is added. For zvayist, as in unzafa, which in our case means if mer shaychas beremes lokaponim from the mois yud tzachachma, which means that the letter yud is a true allusion. It's it, defi- it, has a, it defines, it explains to us very strongly how Chachma, you know, what, its connection to Chachma. And from them is moving, from this we understand, as this is da, akzas shaychus von ir Chachma mit ein which means that there is some connection between the oir, which is connected to Chachma, and the letter Yud. That's why he uses a hard word to describe it. Miramezes means there's a true link. It's a true remez. At least it's connected in the way of remez. Not that it's uh, captured within the Yud, but rather it truly defines, explains what Chachma is. And therefore, because it's a close link between the Yud and the Chachma, therefore Chachma could become also corrupted by Avedas and Evroim. Agaponim in the Bechinus at least as the Alter Rebbe said, that, that which issues forth, the oil which comes forth from Chachma. Mashenkin the Kaitzashul Yud, but when we talk about the Kaitzashul Yud, is Blois Reimez Loshenkal. He uses the term Reimez. That was one of the questions we asked before. And by the Kaitzashul, it says Reimez. By the Chachma, it says Miramezes. So he explains, remez is a is a lighter touch. It's a lighter remez that the illusion even is tenuous. It's not even such a close illusion. It just sort of alludes to it. That the the kites only sort of uh, alludes to it. But the ratzon itself it doesn't really have any true connection to the kites yud. On the faris ratzon beklal can come. And that's why in Ratzin is completely beyond be, um, any definition of Nivroim, and therefore it cannot be corrupted at all. Whereas by Chachma, the remez between the Yud and the Chachma is a true remez. It really does allude to it. And that's why over there, there is at least some possibility that at least that which comes from Chachma should also be Nivgam corrupted. And this explains in how in Ratzin you have both extremes. It does have some connection to the point on top of the Yud. And through that Kaitz, of course, 
which is the beginning of the Shemavaya. So ultimately, it has a connection to Shemavaya as well. But which is the reason why it is able to repair the Isis, because in the end, there is a link, a link to a link to a link, which connects it to the Isis Shemavaya, and therefore it can repair the Shemavaya. But on the other hand, it's completely, it's not captured at all in that kites, the air. That it, and therefore the air itself remains completely removed, higher and then higher again from Shemavaya, because it's only remez, a tenuous remez to, uh, to Rotson. On the far and that's why sin cannot reach up to there, cannot work its way into Ratzin. and therefore can never be corrupted. It can't be corrupted, but because it's by link to a link to a link, it's connected to Shemavaya, that's why it's able to cleanse the Shemavaya as well. To explain this a little bit through a giving, a giving an example. The Chilksish and Talus Vitsis is the difference between the Talus on which the Tzitzis are and the Tzitzis themselves. A Talus Gashmis Hotnish can shunk a regular Talus, you know, what you, what you put your Tzitzis on, has no holiness attached to it. And you're allowed to use it for anything that you want. You can use it for uh, mundane purposes, it has no holiness. Whereas the tzitzes themselves do have a certain holiness attached to them. But that doesn't say that the talus has no connection to the mitzvah. It certainly does have a connection to the mitzvah. To the contrary, it has a greater connection to the mitzvah. That is, in fact, writes in his Kedushas. In fact, Arizal writes that the holiness of the talus is way beyond the holiness of the, the, holiness of the tzitzes themselves. Which explains why the tzitzes are only like strands which come, threads which come from the talus. They are an extension of the talus. The talus represents the holiness itself and the tzitzes only are attachments to the talus. That means that they have a lower level of Kedusha. So which seems contradictory. The tzitzes, you're not allowed to use it for any for other things. The talus you can use for whatever you want. Yet the talus is what, uh, what represents the true level of Kedusha and the tzitzes are only extension of that. So how do you explain that? Now the union of them is. But what it means is in the tzitzes was in a blaze nimin in the tzitzis, which are only, like we said, the attachments to the talas, is the oir mitzumtzum, has a limited oir, vos vert nislabish in the tzitzis, which is, invests itself. It's connected to the tzitzis themselves, because it's a lower level, and therefore can be captured by a physical, by physical matter. The tzitzis do capture the holiness. And that's why the tzitzis take on a holiness. They contain within themselves holiness from the air which is connected to them because they truly do capture them. But the holiness of the talis is an is the kind of air which which completely transcends being able to be captured by 
which cannot be captured in the talus. So it's a higher level oyer, and therefore the talus can't capture it. And says nor vas talus It's only that the talus which envelops a person is a remez alludes to the fact that it's connected to an oyer makiv an oyer which trans, a transcendent oyer which can only envelop someone but it cannot integrate with someone and therefore the talus represents that higher oil. So this level, that oil which is, which the talus represents is not captured within the talus. The river is in a talus therefore the talus itself doesn't have any holiness because it represents an oil which is higher than the oil of the tzitzis, but it's not contained within the talus as it is contained within the tzitzis because it's a lower level oil, and that's, that explains why it's removed. It doesn't have any holiness. Test. In the Dugma Hanal from Talus Retzich, so in the example that we just brought from the Talitz, talking about a level of Oyer, which is completely removed from any connection to Kalim, which is the reason that the Talitz has no Kedusha at all. Because the kind of Oyer that it represents is so beyond Kalim that it doesn't, it, in no way does it get absorbed into the Talitz. On Oyer, in ear, so that you can even use the talus for ordinary mundane uses. What is the analogy, the analog of that? Is um, is the word uh, the what anoichi Hashem expresses Himself in the Ten Commandments and so on with the word anoichi. Which is said to mean it's a level of godliness which cannot be captured by a name, and that's why it's just a noichi. It's not a name like Havaya or Lakim or any of the other names, which they represent a certain aspect, and therefore whatever they represent is captured in that name. Whereas a noichi is not a name because it represents an oir which is transcendent of a name. Cannot be captured by a letter or even the kites, as we said on top of the yud. So the name anoichi doesn't have any holiness of a name of Hashem. It uh, can be erased, let's say, in a sefer Torah or in a whatever. It's not a remez. It only is an allusion to. We know that it represents. It's talking about that level of godliness which is transcendent of everything. But the name Anoichi itself is allowed to be erased. It doesn't have the holiness of a name of Hashem. Whereas a, a regular name, Yudke Vavke, Elakim, cannot be erased, let's say. And, uh, but Anoichi represents Atzmos of Hashem. Al the same is also in the Oyer which does have a connection to Oysius. An oyer that which could be captured by words. There are two ways that that can express itself as well. Number one is the oyer was slabish on in the oysis. There is the oyer which is associated with that name, and that the the letters themselves capture that oyer, capture that level, and therefore they get a holiness. 
L'dugma Arabas is Masbara Dvaseichel. Like, for instance, letters, which, uh, words which you're communicating an idea. A teacher teaches a student an idea, a concept. The Svara is Malubish in the Veta from the Rab. So the idea that he's trying to communicate is actually captured in those words. Those words convey the actual idea. The other thing, the another approach, another way of expressing this is the Oyvos is Nishnas can Nishnas Labesh Verenanosius. There is sometimes an Oyr which cannot, which is transcendent of the words. The words cannot capture the idea. Says Nor was the Oysis and an Ademezoif Oyr. It's only that the, the certain words can give you, point you in a direction of what this represents. Ladugma, for instance, achida, when you have a riddle, certain words or letters which, which bring out a certain concept, it's not that the words actually convey the concept, it's just that when you look at those words, you associate it with certain ideas, with certain things, but not that these letters are able to capture that idea. That the, the words or the letters in that riddle only point you, they, they allude to a certain idea. But you can't say that. But you're never going to say that these words, they capture the idea. They do not capture the idea. Similar to these two differences is also in the in the, the world of spheres, the world of uh, godly energy. As we said before, in regards to the word the name Anoichi, it's There is what we just described, that which is captured by the name. That that is like the idea that the teacher teaches to the student and is communicating the idea through the words. So the idea isn't captured in the words. And then there's Isramas by Isvakites, something which is only alluded to through letters and and, uh, and shapes and so on. It that which is captured in the name, the oir samsim, the oir becomes is reduced. Unzi is in the shame, and it actually invests itself in the name. The letters of the word actually capture what is the energy of it. On the far vert in them and that's why that oir is actually um, defines itself by the words in which it is conveyed. According to the to the definition of those letters, Isram is then there is the second level. What he said about Anoichi, it can be alluded to, but Anoichi can neither be alluded to nor captured. But but what is alluded to? What's the connection between this? The words which allude to it, and or the shapes that would, which allude to it, what's their connection with the godly energy? Is in them a is in in is that in this letter has a an allusion to that concept, but not that the letter actually captures it. Well, the dogma, for instance, the nukudaf and ois yud, the the fact that the letter yud is an nukudaf we explained at length before, is a remezayf and bittul from siras achachma. It teaches about Chachma, that Chachma is Bittl, and therefore a letter Yud, which has no dimensions, therefore represents non-existence, 
that is the idea of bitl, which is conveyed by chachma. So it's not that the yud captures chachma; it's just that it defines what chachma is by its own uh, definition, by its own shape, and by its own parameters. As the koycha ala yud was his nishken tsuras ois, that the the point on top of the yud, which is under kai, sorry, under koycha ala yud, and then we get to the point on top of the yud, was his nishken tsuras ois, which doesn't even have the the shape of a letter at all. Nor blazarem is bulvad. It's only it doesn't even it's not even called a letter. It's just a point, which doesn't even uh, it doesn't even represent a letter. Izarem is if keser that alludes to an even higher level keser vas is nishvigeda sagachal which is completely beyond our con, uh, conception. Umvert nizgal and nobederachrem is and can only be revealed through a yud with through the point on top of the yud which doesn't even have the the name letter it's not even a letter at all so it it's even more removed from what it represents. As he said before, the difference between Raimas and Miramis. But both of them share the idea that the Eir itself is not captured by neither the letter Yud for Chachma or by, and certainly not by the point on top of the Yud as far as Keser. So that their whole connection to the letter is only that it alludes to not that michleles, but only reimezes. Yud. Das is eich the beer in the dreich lukem from keser, which is ratzin, chachma, chachma as a second level, on binazol malchus, and the third level, which is the three others. In keser, zayin in the stock and kalim. Keser doesn't have has no connection to kalim at all. Says nitshayich as a zolne shlabish veren or nitzvus veren an inyan. Uh, it can never be captured at all it's a completely undefined it's unbridled it doesn't have any definition at all it can't be captured by anything not even in a kites it's not that the, the kites captures it but it only points to it in chachma is already connected to kalim chachma is part of the ishtal shulah, so it does have kalim already. But the kalim is But we know that the chachma of atzilus is the even the kalim are oir. But the far is the ganzem atzilus from chachma bittel. That's why the whole chachma itself rep, itself represents bittel because it has no definition, no dimensions, as we said. And the river is oich in chachma. And that's why you can't even say that it's captured in, in the letter. As we said before, that the letter which represents Chachma is without any dimensions, without any definition, and therefore it just, it, it, some level it does connect to its Kalim, but it's a kind of Kalim which are undefined, and therefore... You can't say that the uh, the oira chachma is captured in the in the letter. Other afilanirmas in an the keli, or even alluded to, but in that it's within the keli. Says anar of us the nekudasay yud is a remez ifem bittel v'chachma. It's just that the fact that a yud is a point, it, it sort of explains. It points to the fact that. Chachma is about bittel. This is an ois, a On the one hand, it's a letter. 
but what defines it as a keli is the fact that it's bottle. It's, it represents bittel. But since in the end, chachma does have kalim, it's true that they're very tenuous kalim, they're more oyer than kalim and so on. And Sizamatsi is from bittel. It is an existence. In other words, it is an entity which represents bittel. Not that there is no entity. Yes, it's the entity of Chachma, which represents Bittl. The Rebbe is the and therefore there is some relationship between the Yud and the Chachma that it represents. Because the Far is the Yud, and that's why, as we said before, the Yud is not merely Reimah's life at a distance like it is the case by the kites on top of the Yud, nor Meramezus, but that it is a fixed pointer, mit that it's something that is, there is a relationship between the Remez and what it represents, Chachma. Kenal Sivzayin, as we said before. Un Binazon Malchus, but in the regards to Binazon Malchus, over there they are energies which are captured in Kalim. which is expressed by the words of the Alter Rebbe, they are included within as well as alluding to, is the Isis Heva in the Isis Heva of He, as we said in the letters Heva of He, in the Isis. They already are captured in the letters. until they become that the Bina is represented by the definition of the word of the letter Hey. Hey is a defined um Kali which the the Ayr Habina fits into properly. And the same with the uh, the Vav and the and Zah and the hay of Malchus. Alpia now, based on this, came an euch mazbezain, was euch in bine zav Malchus zokter, nicht nor dem loschen klal nichleles. This can explain also why, even in regards to bine zav Malchus, which is already nichleles, which already is included within, captured in the letter, but he doesn't say only nichleles, nor euch dem loschen remes, but he also says that it alludes to nicht. Nor nizvi by kesev v'chachma, but it's not the kind of removed illusion uh, as kesev v'chachma, as the oisis havayas and meramas oif zei, nor zei veren nirmas in the oisis, but that the remes is found within the letters. Not that it's at a distance, but it's the, the letters are much more related to even the remes. Afal pi as the oirem slavish ba'oisis vetnit stayer loyd dem tmunis ha'oisis. Even though the, 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 we said the energy which is invested and captured in the letters is, with, is in accordance with the letter itself. Whatever the letter, the keli has, that's what the er accommodates itself to that letter. To that, uh, yes, to that keli, to that letter. In Vachazor and the Slavish Canal, is da aber achilag zwischen dem tzir von der oisis kelim gufa und der tzir shabayr. But there is a difference between the definition that the keli has, or the letter has, and the definition that, although it becomes defined by the letter, but there's a difference in the way it's defined in the er than it's defined in the letter. In oisis, the kelim, when we talk about the letters of the kelim, as in yonim is mitzias, because they have an, an, an independent existence, they have an existence as, a, as an entity, as a keli, 
is the tzirah shabem atel from zeimetzias gufa. The definition is how they exist. They, it's part of how they exist. Over the oir was mitzad asme is there a poshut, but oir which oir by definition is something which is undefined. Oir is pure, without definition. It's the keli which adds definition to the oir. It's only that this type of oyer is able to invest itself into this kind of a keli. So therefore the oyer doesn't really take on the properties of that definition. It's able to accommodate itself to this keli, this particular keli, but the oyer doesn't become, it doesn't take on the definition of that keli. As is well known, the Marshall of them to explain this, the parable for this is, the analogy of this is, like if you put water into a colored glass uh, cup. So the oil, so when you look at the, at the water as it's seen through the keli, you see it as the color of whatever the keli is. So that water is able to accommodate itself to this kalit and to this color as well. It can appear to be that color. It does kenshininish in the Mayim Gufa, but it doesn't change the water at all. The water remains clear, without any color. So the kalit truly is defined, and the oil only accommodates itself to a definition, but it does not become defined by the kalit. And that's the two reason that the Alter Rebbe uses both included in and alluded to. The kalim from the spheres veren nichlal in the from the oisias. The kalim of the spheres they are included into the letters of the of the name Avaya. because they truly do become included into whatever the definition of that letter is. But the energy, the light, the godly energy, which is what the inner meaning of the spheres, even though they are also in, invested within the letters, because they, as we said, in, they are able to accommodate themselves to the kalim, but it's only a, an illusion to, because when you look at the water through the kalim, you see a color. But in fact, it isn't really that color at all. And that's why he uses nirmazes also in regards to the kalim as they, or the, sorry, the, the iris and the kalim, the sviris, which is a combination of iris and kalim, as they are captured in the letters of Neim Havayet. And we could say that also in mitzvahs, vazeizan edachtolui in Shem Havayet, that the mitzvahs are connected to Shemavaya, the Esosphere is. We have that over there, in mitzvahs, we also have these two, this difference. The Maisa mitzvahs, there is the act of the mitzvah, the act of the mitzvah actually becomes integrated with whatever material you're using in order to perform that mitzvah. So the the act of the mitzvah is connects to the kalim of the of the spheres. Unkavanasa mitzvah, but the intent 
that comes along with the mitzvah, which are not as connected to the actual physical materials with which you're doing the mitzvah, the mitzvah, they connect to the iris of the spheres. Based on all this, and why now we can understand why in regards to Chachma we say he said before that Chachma, when we talk about it within the context of spheres in general, the Alter Rebbe uses Nechlolos Vinirmazis, whereas when he talks about Chachma itself, he doesn't use that term. Then Mered Ven Chachma Lagabe Bechinis Antu Da Pigas Eser Tikunin. When we talk about Chachma in comparison to where Chachma is generated from, as he says in Pasuchalayo, you, meaning the the essence of Hashem, or Oyrein Sof, which generates ten spheres, because that level which generates it, the Oyrein Sof which generates it, is completely removed from the spheres, much higher. Since in Chachmet is also made up of Oyrein and Kalim, we in the under spheres, just like in all the other spheres, Zokmanim Loshen, so even when we talk about Chachma as it is in the context of all the other spheres, we also call it Nechlalus Vinermazus because a comparison to where Chachma comes from, which is Eid and Saf, in comparison to that, you can also say Nechlalus that it is connected to Kalim. But when we talk, compare Chachma to the nine lower spheres, since the Kalim of Chachma are really Eir, on the level of Eir, that's why we say, the Alter Rebbe doesn't use over there Nechlolis, it only says Nermozis, because the, it's so tenuous, it's not really kalim at all. It's more like oir, and therefore it doesn't it doesn't really absorb. It's not absorbed in the letters. It doesn't connect to the kalim of the letters. The yumtak yoser, and this will become even more interesting. Alpia yedua as in chachmas and adotzve madregas. That in, we know that in chachma there are two levels. One level is viziz mitzad atzma hecha from giloi. That Chachma has within itself what it is within itself, what its true existence is, not the part of it which is meant to be um, revealed outward. And that's called Seichel Anelimakol Rayin, the Seichel, the idea, the intellect which is hidden from all observation, from all understanding. Vazdan is a Hechafanuslapshus, which on that level it's beyond being able to be invested into. Uh, letters or anything, you can't capture it at all. The Daimitz Keser, similar to Keser. And then there is Chachma Vizishtait Shain in Atnuf and Gilu, as Chachma is in the mode of being revealed. Then Chachma is now in the mode of being able to be absorbed by the other ten spheres because Chachma is meant to be revealed in the end. That's why when he talks about the spheres, there he's describing Chachma the way it is going to be absorbed or captured in the other spheres. 
on the farzak that we call Yitzvira Zaychachman the clothes when they're Moses b'Shem Avayi Baruch That's why even when he talks about Chachma in that context, over there you can say that it's Nechlolos v'Nir Moses. Then because over there it's already in the mode of being. Um, generated outward, which means that it's going to be able to be captured also by Kalim. When he talks about Chachma on its own, there he wants to say, he wants to ex- uh, explain the idea that Chachma, by its definition, is completely concealed. So, in other words, talking about Chachma as it is within itself, not in its uh, in its um, mode of being revealed. As he, which talking in the, in the, within a person, that is the concealed part of Seichel which cannot be revealed at all. But there it talks about that it only is alludes to Chachma and not that it is captured in the Kalim because over there so it's still completely removed from any be, being able to capture, be captured at all.